listening to the Prescribed Films Podcast Network, home to hundreds of hours of free podcast entertainment. The shows on this network all have a common goal, providing you with the best discussions about movies and other forms of entertainment media. The PFPN hopes to fill your ear holes with audio joy. Visit our website with links to all the other amazing shows at www.thepfpn.com. Thanks for listening. Welcome back, Cripsters. I am your horror host, Chainsaw Paul. And I'm the permanent guest host, Wolfman Memo. Ow! And we are a podcast from the crypt, here for another episode of Gut-Wrenching Horror. All right, Paul, so uh, it's been a while. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, we, re- we recorded our last episode like fucking three weeks ago. Or more. But we're back, and hopefully we don't have another break like that, because that was totally unintentional, Cripsters. And we apologize. (laughs) And if you're here listening to this episode, then you forgive us, and we appreciate it. Yep, thanks for coming back. Uh, uh, If if one day, if we ever decide never to come back again, we'll let you guys know. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I I was actually thinking it's probably like, man, I'm sure there's people out there like, did these guys just give up? Like, what's going on? <laughs> yeah, if we ever... Because, like, we're we're barely able to do anything on social media, too. Like, it, I don't know, man. Just the last couple of weeks has been fucking busy, busy, busy. Yep. And, like, my mind's just on other shit, so it's like, fuck. Uh, well, I mean, you've been, you've been busy, and then uh, I've been with work and crap, and, uh, I mean, it's not like if we haven't been watching different horror stuff i mean besides horror other stuff as well so you know but we did decide on a good one this time so and uh i hope you guys uh enjoy it because uh we're actually picking a newer release this time yep that's right cripsters are actually doing a movie that came out not too long ago wrong turn the remake reboot or reimagining whatever you want to call it yep and uh for you cripsters that don't like to get stuff spoiled you may want to watch this before listening because we're not going to say everything, but we are going to spoil quite a bit for you. So uh, if it doesn't matter if we spoil stuff, keep on listening. 
but that'll be down the line in a few minutes, folks. What you been watching here lately, Wolfman? Well, Wolfman's been watching a few things. Some stuff hard, some stuff not. Um, the stuff that's hard, I did finish watching The Stand. That finished up uh, recently, so got to finish watching all of that. So uh, that's done. Um, and uh, there's also another series that The Wolfman was watching, but this was uh, non-horror related. I was watching uh, Your Honor with... Uh, my man from Breaking Bad, uh, Brian Cranston, on there, and uh, it's funny how, uh, like I like I I check out IMDb, and it's funny how people like to uh, kind of base their uh, their scores on Breaking Bad. Like this, if it's not as good as Breaking Bad, then it's then it's garbage, and uh, that's uh, really not how you can rate stuff. I mean. Breaking Bad was awesome, but you can't just go, oh, if it's not as good, then it's a one or a two. Um, and they just, and some of the scores, they base it on the first episode or the second episode where they hate the, the, uh, the sun on there. So, uh, I mean, I watched it and it was, it was pretty good. It had a good ending as well. Um, I mean, it, it was pretty solid. I'm not going to say it was as good as Breaking Bad, but uh pretty decent performances from different actors cranston of course brought it um and a good storyline and uh like i said good ending i won't give it away for anyone that uh, wants to watch that but it's it is worth a watch it's a short series uh, i think it was maybe 10 episodes and that was it uh also i, I don't know if we mentioned it last time but we did watch i know paul watched this too uh watch psycho gore man so uh, that one was good as well. Maybe we'll, uh, you know, review that one pretty soon at some point, too. Yeah, I want to do that here uh, pretty soon, actually. Um, if not, maybe the next episode. Because uh, I, I enjoyed that movie. I liked it a lot. Like, it kind of reminded me of, like, uh, like Power Rangers and Turbo Kid and, and, and uh, fucking The Giver. So I was like, hell yeah, man. I'm down for this. Huh. And uh, it's funny because uh, uh, kind of inside thing between uh, uh, Chainsaw Paul, Wolfman Memo, and you, Cryptors. It's funny because me and Paul, he's kind of the, like, we're like, let's do this one. No, let's do this. And we kind of like, kind of both, like kind of uh, tug and pull a little bit. Uh, he mentioned, I think we we're going to do something else before we decided on wrong turn. Paul said, yeah, let's do wrong turn. Oh, we're going to do a few different ones, man, because our whole schedule for like the last month. Well, we already had it set, dude, but with, like, everything keeping us from actually recording, yeah. which it was mostly on my part, Well, we just had to yeah, but I mean, skip those for now, because we were, we were going to do a Valentine's Day episode yeah. and and do fucking My my Bloody Valentine, but shit happened. And, yeah, so it'll have to probably be till next you know. year. <laughs> but, yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, I mean, we always got, like, uh, different ones, like, okay, maybe this, that. Like, uh, right now, like, uh, like I mentioned inside stuff, like me and Paul are like, okay, maybe psycho Gorman. I kind of wanted to do frozen. Um, so we'll figure it out, but we'll probably go with psycho Gorman just because it's newer. It's funny because like this episode was going to be frozen. Like we had already said, yes, this is what we're going to do. <laughs> it gets cute. Things keep, uh, yeah, but I don't mind. We'll get, eventually get to it. And then, and then, like the other day, I I sat down to actually be able to watch something, and I, I put on Wrong Turn just for shits and gigs. Yeah. 
And I watched it right after I watched it. I was like, dude, I wouldn't mind doing wrong turn next. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was like, all right. Okay. You, uh, you won me over. We could, we could push those other ones back for now. Um, I'm down for wrong turn. Let's, let's do it. Yeah. So that it's going to work out. Cause, uh, I'm pretty excited to talk about this movie, and I want to hear your thoughts on it too, Wolfman. Yep, uh, I'm wondering uh, your th- same thing for me. I wonder what's going on in uh, Chainsaw Paul's brain of his. Uh, so yeah, so let's move on down and get to the horror news. All right, folks, so uh, one thing that I checked out that I saw, but might not be news to you guys, but it's news to me. I uh, saw they were kind of doing like kind of like a Gremlins 3, but not quite. It's going to be like a a cartoon series of Gremlins, and it's a prequel to Gremlins. It's called uh, Gremlins Secret of the Mogwai, uh, and it's supposed to be for uh, HBO Max, and it's set in the 1920s. And it's when Sam Wing uh, first meets uh, Gizmo. And uh, Paul was kind of, I, I mentioned this to Paul. And uh, what do you got to say about that, Paul, about him meeting Gizmo and the name? <laughs> oh, man. Okay, so it's 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 an origin story, basically. And it goes back, like he said, in the 20s. So this is like way before the first Gremlin, like the, the, the shit that takes place in the first Gremlins movie. But I'm like, Memo, you know they're going to fucking call Gizmo Gizmo in this animated series, which makes no fucking sense because he didn't get that name until after Randall Pelter takes him home and gives him to his son. And he's like, yeah, well, you know, I've just been calling him Gizmo. And that's because, you know, he's an inventor and he he makes gizmos and shit. So, you know, that it's like they're going to call him fucking Gizmo in this shit. But he that wasn't his name back then. He was just Mogwai. So I'm like. Memo, this shit's going to be like, ah, fuck this. It doesn't make any goddamn sense. <laughs> oh, Paul's already mad at it. I'm already shooting it down. Yeah, I'm already like, nah. Yeah, Paul's mad at it, and I'm like, well, I mean, it's got to work that way because of uh, marketing and everybody knows him as Gizmo. Yeah, yeah. No, I get it, and that's why I'm saying that that's what they're going to do. It just doesn't make any sense. I'm just wondering if he did have another name beforehand, <laughs> what was it? See, now that would actually be kind of cool. Like, you know, don't say Gizmo at all, dude, because, you know, that wasn't his name. And it could be kind of like that thing with the Mandalorian where everybody was calling him, oh, it's Baby Yoda, and it wasn't no Baby Yoda. That actually kind of annoyed me because I'm like, this isn't fucking Yoda. Why are you calling him Baby Yoda? (laughs) Come on, people. But you know what? I'm still kind of anxious to see it, you know. Any new Gremlins at all is a good thing, even if it's an animated series. And that's, so. that's kind of something that I brought up to you beforehand. Uh, like when I think we brought up like The Walking Dead, and if it went kind of animated, that it would still be good, just because they could still do things, and they they could still have the actors, and it would it would be safe for them at the moment. You know, if that's the way they'd had to do stuff. You know. Yeah. No, so this could be really good. You know, and if it's going on HBO Max and. They're probably gonna dump some money into this, so. And th- and that's like the same type of people that did uh, Spawn way back in the days. Yeah, that, that animated series looked awesome. I used to watch a lot of the animated series on HBO back in those days. Spawn and then uh, Spicy City. I don't know if you remember that one. That was pretty good too. Nah. 
That sounds kind of porno, Paul. <laughs> it, it was it was adult, but it was in the same vein as Spawn. I came okay. on like right after, uh, like on that that block. I don't remember what night mm. it was. I think it was Saturday, like late night. Up all night with Paul. Just kidding. <laughs> yeah, up all night with fucking HBO. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm looking forward to it. Cause you want to go to sleep, but there's still some more shit we're gonna show you. Yeah. So yeah. you can't. <laughs> You want to go to sleep, but the new episode of Spicy City's coming on. <laughs> like, ah, shit. So uh, there's going to be some new adventures with that. Um, also, in the uh, horror news front, uh, we also heard on Netflix, I'm not sure the exact date for this, but there's going to be a Wednesday series coming up. Uh, and it's directed by Tim Burton. Uh, I'm talking about Wednesday from the Adams Family. Yeah, an Adams Family sort of spinoff. Yeah, so that sounds pretty interesting. Yeah, I'm totally down for it. I mean, it's got Tim Burton. He's directing, and I'm sure he's involved with it even more than just directing. Uh, there's no cast listing yet, so that's one thing that I'm like kind of iffy about because they could they could either like knock it out of the park on casting or be completely fucking terrible. Huh. I'm wondering when it's gonna come out because it just is coming soon. I don't know the date. <laughs> Could be like till the end of the year. I don't even think they started filming or anything yet. But huh? You know, here, here, recently they're able to pump out these series like fucking fast. You know what I mean? So we yep. might get it. We might get it by like fucking Halloween or something. Well, I'm down for that if it came down during that time. That'd be perfect. Um, also, uh, the last bit of news that I know of, uh, that I shared with Paul is, uh, Creepshow is coming back. Season two of Creepshow premieres April 1st on Shudder. Yes. Yeah. And you, you uh, sent me that little promotional, uh, post on Instagram. It had Keith David on it. I was like, fuck yeah. Yep. He's just smiling there. I'm just wondering what this is about right there. What's he look like on there? Like, kind of like, a exterminator or something yeah something like that whatever it, it looks is like he... it's gonna be dope dude it's keith david so you know it's gonna be yeah. awesome yeah he's a good actor yeah he is um yeah so uh i mean first season was good so uh you know all us horror fans love creep shows so we're looking forward for that one to come out ready yeah for i'm looking more. forward to it i'm gonna yeah ready f- i'm gonna mark that down on the old calendar for sure Happy fucking birthday, birthday boy, birthday girl, birthday boy, birthday girl, birthday boy, birthday girl, can be Christ, evil, nice, birthday boy, birthday girl, birthday boy, birthday girl, happy fucking birthday boy. Alright folks, then uh, let's uh, move on to those birthdays. There's uh, quite a few of them since the last time we recorded, so I'm going to name them and uh, name a few like why they're there and just kind of speed along with as fast as i could so first one on the list uh big name for us we both love him elijah wood he just turned 40 january 28th so oh, happy birthday go. elijah wood yep uh scott glenn you might wonder like who the hell is scott glenn i know uh, who scott he... glenn is all right cool he's been a lot of stuff but yeah he's on there be- i put him on the list because he played alan pangborn on the uh, castle rock series so uh he's on there for that uh, Toby Hooper's birthday was on the 25th. Rest in peace, Toby Hooper. Uh, Matthew Lillard. I know Paul loves that guy. 
Fuck yeah, our dude. Own very own Shaggy there. Uh, he's on there. I I think I heard that he might be coming back or something or someone else maybe from the original Scream movie onto the new one. You hear anything about that, Paul? No, I I mean, well, they've been they've been speculating like a lot of people could be coming back, but I didn't hear even anything ones that like confirmed. Yeah, even yeah, even the ones that's supposed to be like dead. Yeah, uh, I heard, right. uh, I, oh yeah, that's it. I heard uh, like Skeet Ulrich is coming back because somebody like leaked it on Twitter or something in a hashtag. Like they did, a, it was a picture of like behind the scenes on the set, and it yeah. said something like "filming is going great" or whatever. And then they had they hashtagged like all of the the people that were there, like the actors, yeah. and Skeet Ulrich was there, his name. So everyone's yeah, like, you know what? what? He's gonna be in this shit. It could be a flashback. It could be a flashback, or no, that's the only way they could do it if they want to keep it with the like a realism, like and not have some kind of supernatural shit going on. He got shot in the fucking yeah, head, dude. So he's done. <laughs> yeah, I'm thinking <laughs> it's probably gonna be a flashback. We're all speculating like he's back. Now that fool's dead, but we'll yeah. see. We don't know. We're just we're just talking. All right, uh, Rector How Rector Hauer. So uh, you, you know go. we love him. Been a lot of stuff to hit you. We're gonna have to do that one someday too. Uh yes. Gina Davis. Why is Gina Davis there? The fly. Uh, because she was on Oh well, I was gonna say that she was on a league of their own, but yeah, she was on the fly. <laughs> <laughs> All and right, Beetlejuice, uh, Beetlejuice. Beetlejuice. Yeah, Beetlejuice. Uh oh. <laughs> she, she said it. I is said you it. there, Paul? Oh, I wish, All right. man. If I could say uh, Beetlejuice three times to get Michael Keaton in my room, I would have did it a long time ago. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, next on the list, uh, Barbie Wild. You're probably like, who the hell is Barbie Wild? Well, she played the female Cinnabite, so uh, that's why she's there on uh, the first one and the second Hellraiser. Uh, Joe go. Bob Briggs. Who who doesn't love Joe Bob? Nobody. And if and if they don't, they're fucking wrong. Ha. <laughs> Uh, Hal Hol- Hal Holbrook, rest in peace. Uh, he was on. Uh, why is he on here? He was on the Creep Show and the Fog. Uh, Warwick Davis turned fifty-one. Gotta love me some Leprechaun. Hell yeah, or Willow, dude. And, I've been wanting to watch yep. Willow like for like the last couple of weeks, man. And and at work, dude, there's a they got like this arcade machine, and it has like a uh-huh. shit ton of games on there, right? And oh. I was. And I was walking up towards the the restroom, like, and that's where they have it, like, by the restroom. And yeah. on the screen was the fucking Willow game. I was like, holy shit, dude. I didn't even know that it was on there. Huh. And, and I was thinking about, Is it the like, arcade movie. one? Yes. It's, yeah. It's the arcade machine. Okay, And I've cool. been thinking about rewatching that movie for the last few weeks. So, like, to see that, I was like, holy fuck, this is a sign. So, uh, is it the... Uh... Do they charge you to pay on that thing, or is it free? No, no, no. Like, I could play it if I wanted to, but... I so just it's free? It. Yeah. Well, I mean, okay. that's usually I gotta, what I, it means Paul, when, you, they, when they don't charge. <laughs> Paul, one day, well, Paul, one day I'm going to have to go visit your work. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> They're like, hey, who's this guy? I was like, I'm just visiting. <laughs> yes. Uh, no. All right, and... I was also thinking, like, they, they need to get on the ball with making a Willow 2, man. Like, they could totally do it. Everybody's still alive for the most part. Willow's going to be they all, like, old. So? 
He's, it's going to be about his just, kids. Just imagine how like how his magic progressed in his in his old wisdom. He'll be, he'll be <laughs> like this super strong sorcerer, sorcerer and shit. He maybe he's gonna be, he's gonna take that role of that uh, the main wizard that was at the beginning of the village that was the main guy. Yeah, uh, trying yeah, to yeah, figure yeah. out who the next person was. Yeah, exactly. Um, That'd be awesome. That would work if if they switch it off to somebody else. That would you work. Know? Get Val Kilmer yeah, just have back. him in a smaller. Yeah, maybe have him in a smaller role, but he's still there. Um, yeah, there's uh, George Romero, February fourth, nineteen forty. Uh, and the and uh, there's Chris Plummer, rest in peace. Why is he here? Dolores Claiborne. All right, and I think there might have been one more, but I'm going to skip it. So, that is it for the birthdays. Happy birthday to all. Happy birthday to all you February Cripsters out there. Yes, happy birthday, fuckers. Do you know what we wouldn't have found if we would have stayed on the trail? The waterfall. The cliff. What is that? People know but don't talk about. Except in whispers, like a ghost story. Sweet land of liberty. We don't bother them. And they don't bother us. But anyone who goes up there. What is this place? They don't come back. It's happened before. Descendants of these people are still living up there on the mountain. be the foundation on which a new nation would be built. From every Alright, Cripsers, so we're doing wrong turn. 2021 wrong turn, not the original. So this is a reimagining. Uh, it's directed by Mike P. Nelson and written by Alan B. McElroy, and that's the same guy that did the original. Take it away, Paul, on who the cast are. All right, so for our, our cast list, we got Charlotte Vega as Jen. She's our uh, our main protagonist. We got Aiden Bradley as Darius. Bill Sage as Venable. 
Emma Dumont as Mila. Dylan McTee as Adam. Daisy Head as Edith. Matthew Modine as Scott. Adrian Favela as Lewis. Tim Desarn as Nate Rhodes. Ryan Elizabeth Hanavin as Ruthie. Uh, there's a lot of people, so I don't know where I'm going to stop. Well, that's where I ended my list, so if you stop there, we're good. <laughs> okay, and uh, that's good enough for uh, for us. That's good enough for us right there, Wolfman. <laughs> there's a lot more. Pe- there's a lot of people in this fucking movie, but. Yeah, those are the main we're ones. We're not going to spend the whole, the whole review naming them all. Yeah, the, and there's <laughs> a few more that come up that we might mention, but uh, uh, you guys can look for them on that uh that list if you guys are really interested in who played them um yes yeah so on the plot summary which we usually uh kind of go into it we usually kind of steal from what's up on the uh the i am the good old imdb list but this time we're not going to do that because if we do it gives away too much of the plot so uh i'm just going to kind of make it short and sweet uh it's almost going to sound like the original but it's not going to be that way so uh, it's just a group of friends that they're heading out to uh, go out on a uh, hike over in the Appalachian Mountain area uh, in, uh, what was it, Virginia? Uh, so they're out there going on a hike uh, when they go off path and then uh, things go downhill from there. That's all I'm going to say for now. Yeah, that's all you need to know for now. <laughs> <laughs> So, again, like we mentioned in the beginning of the episode, if you haven't seen this movie, you you have to stop this fucking episode, watch the movie, and then return and hear what we think about it. Because it's so much better if you just go into it not knowing anything about it. Yeah, and it's good uh, watching it with an uh, open mind as well. Uh, yes, I, yes. We can't state that, like, enough. Yeah. Like, I, I know that the Wrong Turn franchise has its hardcore fans. And I'm sure that's why, even if you go on IMDb, the score is fucking horrible. Just have that open mind. Like, yes, it's 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 called Wrong Turn, and it's a reimagining, but if you have to, just think of it as its own thing. Yeah, because uh, uh, lots of people, like when I've been checking out the scores, I was telling Paul, I was like, man, these low scores, I was like, I don't understand it. Uh I was like, I get that they're fans of the original, but I mean, do you really want to get like basically scene for scene, uh, the same old thing going on, or more the can the, uh, you know, the uh, cannibalistic inbreds, uh, you know, going on and killing people? I mean, yeah, it was it's cool on the first one, and I'm glad they made that series the way they the way it is, but I mean, they got probably like uh, about five or six sequels with that right there, so. Yeah, exactly. Like I said, the 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 writer is actually the same one that did the original. So if he went on a different way of doing things, you know, after I'll, I'm all for it. Like he went a different way with it. It was a reimagining, and uh, different characters, different things happen, and I'm okay with it. I I was like I I watched it and I was like I enjoyed, uh, the direction that he took the story. Uh, I enjoyed the plot. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we'll get we'll talk more about that when we get into our scores, but you know, I'm really glad that they did it this way. And honestly, man, I I kind of wish that they had just did this did it like this to begin with 
because I mean, I, I said it before, I believe it was the last episode because we were talking about upcoming movies and this was on there. You know, I'm not the biggest fan of the franchise. Like the first one I liked, um, I think that was the only one I actually watched all the way through. But, it, you know, I can't really even remember it, dude, because it didn't leave that impression on me. So for me, at least, like I was totally willing to take whatever they were going to give in this reimagining. Yeah. And like I said, I'm glad that they made the original ones. Uh because I'm I'm cool with what they had right there. It was gory. Uh, I had some crazy looking characters on there. The makeup looked cool. Um, so I'm okay with that stuff. That's that that's already out there. But I mean, when they did this one, and they did it well to me, I was like, they did a good job. Um, you know, why not go a different way? See where it takes you. Uh, so, with that said, I mean, when I when I first watched it, the first person that you do actually meet is uh is the dad of uh the, our main character jen and uh like paul mentioned the dad uh he's actually played by uh, by uh matthew modine so his character is scott and when i when i first yeah when... and he's uh he's a big name dude so he's been in a lot of fucking movies dude so yeah yeah when when i first saw him i mean the main thing that i know him from is of course full metal jacket i was like oh it's joker yeah <laughs> i was like yeah oh, and then i was like they can't kill joker <laughs> oh, there's the star power right there now the rest of the cast i i haven't really seen anything else from them um the main antagonist he looked kind of familiar but i didn't really look into any of the other movies that he's done yeah i, ha- I haven't really seen him in anything but maybe i maybe i haven't i don't recognize him but he did a good job. Um, the main, the yeah. main, all those people that were playing like the main, uh, you know, evil people in there, or whatever. Even though it it kind of seemed what what the other thing that I liked thing without getting into the plot of the movie yet is uh, I liked how they spun it off that like our main characters they could have that you kind of get behind them a little bit, but you're kind of like not all in there with them you're not 100 percent invested in these characters um and then with a few of them you do kind of get invested in them and you do kind of care that some if something happens to them and with a few of like our antagonists it felt like okay maybe that these people did them wrong and maybe our people that we were following maybe they're not in the right and these people were done wrong and and it, I kind of like that about the story was it's kind of gray areas in this, and not everything is just all one sided, not all e- not all one hundred percent evil, not all one hundred percent good. So I kind of like that about this characters. One of the main one of the other characters that show up is uh, there's the the last guy that Paul mentioned in the cast, uh, which was uh, well before Ruthie was uh, Nate Rhodes, uh, played by uh, Tim. The Zarn, and uh, he did an awesome job. Like when he first came out, man, I was like, that dude just felt creepy, like creepy. Yeah. And uh, like he he was like one of those, like one of those things where it's kind of it was like it was creepy, and he did a good job with that. He had that feel on it. But then the other part about it too was it kind of had that thing where it might turn people off because they put him down as uh, kind of like one of the first questions he talks to the the, the group of friends is like. You aren't around here. You aren't from around here, are you? And that's one of those things that you uh, 
think of when you go into like you know like a place you're not from and it's like the south and you're like oh crap like when you if someone says that to you you're like let me get the hell out of here so it was, yeah. it was kind of a typical kind of thing that they <laughs> like you know what i'm going right back home <laughs> yeah it was like one of those things where it's like uh oh uh, and it's kind of like one of those typical things that might come out in other movies. Yeah. But it kind of played out different because he was like one of those great characters where it felt like if he was creepy and he was going to be one of those evil people in the movie, but it didn't 100% turn out that way. So it was kind of, like I said, one of those great characters where it's not all 100% evil, not all 100% good. So uh, a little bit more to come on that character later on. But like I said, I enjoyed that part of... Uh, the movie with with what they did with a few of the characters like that so we're going to kind of start off where like uh where it starts off uh the dad's off looking for his daughter because he hasn't gotten a call from her in weeks so he's worried about her he's been missing so he goes to the sheriff's kind of the sheriff's not really giving a crap about anything uh just worried about going out fishing um then he meets the locals i gotta get on that fishing boat <laughs> I gotta get them. Gotta get them worms hooked. Yeah, and then he goes fish are biting. Yeah, and then he goes to the bar, <laughs> and it, it seems like if like the town's against them, so it felt like if maybe the antagonists were gonna be the people in the actual city, that maybe they're the ones that did harm to all. Uh, you know. Yeah, I totally got that feel. Like the way that they're acting, I was like, oh, there's some shady shit going on. So either like they're the ones doing doing stuff, or they're hiding it and like. Like aiding it, aiding whoever's doing gonna be doing the shit, but totally had that. Feel. Yeah, and I like that that they did that because it's like it kind of you yeah. know you have that like the thoughts of it could be one or the other, but you're not one hundred percent sure, you know. So I kind of like that because it wasn't just like oh it's obvious it's them they got them and then yeah yeah, yeah so uh, yeah I like that that was going on um, and yeah they weren't cooperating for anything. Uh, there was one lady at the bar that she ended up uh, helping him out, but that was after a bit. At first, she didn't really help him out much, just a, kind of a little bit of help, but not too much in the beginning. And then mm-hmm. she kind of gave in towards the end to help him out. So I thought all that stuff kind of played out well. Yeah, and I don't know about you, Wolfman, but that idea kind of carried with me like a good part of the movie where I was still thinking that, like, well, maybe it's the... The town folk out there doing this shit. Yeah. Until you actually see what's going on. Like, I still had that idea that, oh, I think it's them. And just waiting, waiting for that reveal. Yeah, because it had that, that was like a uh, present time. And then when it flashed back, like, uh, you know, uh, the weeks ahead of time when the kids actually uh, did show up to the town. So we actually get to see uh, what happens. So they go there, and uh, that's that's kind of one thing that I was talking to Paul about, too, was like, okay, I can understand some of these reviews, but not so harshly where they, like, knock it down just because they don't like uh, the characters. It's just like they had a group of friends, and then they look kind of all clean cut, kind of upper class, kind of like, oh, I'm above you kind of people. Uh, and they were all mixed, like uh, all, the rain- all the colors of the rainbow were there. So... Um, maybe that's kind of what threw people off and they didn't like them. Uh, to me, I was like, okay, whatever. Like I just was watching them. And then, uh, you know, after a bit, it's like, okay, with a few of them, it's like, I couldn't understand. Like I, I, I told Paul, I was like, I, I hated one character and I hated him, uh, towards, you know, basically through the whole thing. And I was okay with it, but that's like the character that he had, the actor that did it. It wasn't that he did a bad job. It's just that that was the character that they gave him. 
And, I mean, it played out well because, I mean, with the character that he had uh, and being the way he was, I'm like, okay, that's that's who he got. And there's people like that. So it's fine because that's that's what happens. They went, they uh, show him where they actually went to the bar. That character that I'm talking about is uh, Adam. Uh, so with, yeah, so with that guy, I was like, Jesus Christ, like, they're at the bar, and he's the one that's basically causing the trouble. Yeah. Because uh, the guy goes up to him, which is the guy I mentioned earlier, uh, Nate Rhodes, and he's kind of talking to him for a little bit and kind of offering him their, their, him their uh, services. Like, oh, yeah, we know. Like, so you guys are going, like, out there, and he's kind of saying, okay, well, we can, uh, you know, we can guide you if you want. And then they're they're kind of like, oh, no, that's okay. We're fine. And and the, like when he's like leaving, the guy says under his breath, he's caused him like something about like a backwards hick or something. And the guy, of course, he's going to get insulted. I was like, and I'm like, why the hell would you say something like that? You know? Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, okay. And that's why I said, I was like, just with this guy's like, you're just kind of like shaking your head with that character right in the beginning. But it just like plays out even more <laughs> throughout the movie where it just gets worse. So, yeah, that happens. The guy turns around and kind of like, you know, has some words with the, with the kids and, and especially that kid uh, with Adam. And uh, later on, the kids, like, you know, he's mentioning like, oh, you got you guys never worked a real job and this and that. And then like one of the other girls, which is our main character, Jen, she kind of defends them saying, oh, well, do we do this and that and that. And that person, uh, he does like he works with nonprofits and like sets up like where, you know, where you can have a society where everybody works, you know, this and that. So, and this other person's medical. And then they're like, hey, and I, I noticed, like, there's a tinge of yellow in your eye. And uh, they're like, hey, what does that mean? All right, so Jen turns to her friend, uh, Mila, and she asks her, hey, what's going on? Like, what could that be? Because, there's, you know, there's some yellow in his eyes. And she's like, oh, well, like, that could be, uh, like, he's got some kind of liver thing going on or jaundice or something. So that kind of plays out later on in the movie, so uh, which will come up later on. We'll mention that. Um, but yeah, uh, with the characters that we had, there's a few that like they were kind of like throwaway characters, and then there's a few that was like, okay, you kind of do care about. Which uh, I don't know about Paul, but to me, I was like, off of the friends, the main ones that I cared about were uh, our main one, Jen, uh, and uh, Mila, which. Uh, she was the medical yeah. one, and uh, with that one, I was, yeah, I was, uh, I was, I, I could have went with like either one or both of them, uh, you know, surviving towards the end, or you know, at least getting towards the end, uh, but that doesn't happen. So, uh, what were your thoughts on that, Paul? No, I mean, I agree. Like, there, the the way that these kids were, like, there's only the those two that I really like gave a shit about. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't like Adam at all. Yeah, I'm with you on that. <laughs> yeah, one. I was like, he was a fucking. I was like, he was a fucking prick. Yeah, I was like, fucking die, kill him, <laughs> kill him. I was, <laughs> I was like, you uh, uh with uh, what's his name from Ch- Texas Chainsaw Massacre, with uh, the the brother in the uh, wheelchair. Oh yeah, Franklin. Yeah, we got that Franklin. <laughs> <laughs> they killed he wasn't that annoying though. Dude. No, not annoying, but you give not him a, a little bit. Not of annoying, but he was asking for it, man. He asked for yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. So uh, yeah, because there's a few scenes that like, cause cause uh, Mila is is his girlfriend, and there's a couple of scenes like later in the movie when shit starts happening where he just leaves her, dude. Yeah, it's like what the fuck's wrong with you? I get that like shit's going down and like you're scared, but 
you know, like you don't just leave her. There was one one scene in particular, and we'll get to it, where he left her. I was really this was really a dick move. It wasn't just frantic and and scared. This was really like I don't give a fuck about you. I'm leaving. I know what scene you're talking about when he did that. I was like, yeah, that's it. Kill that guy. Finish him off. I don't care. Yep. He's yep. done. <laughs> so yeah, before that, like they they uh, leave the bar after like you know having a good time in the bar, they head out. And then they see someone by their their uh, their vehicle, and uh, Adam. Of course, it's Adam. He grabs a bottle and he flings it towards the person. He's like, "Get out of there! Get like like a dog or something." Mila actually says that too, or it was it was, it was either Mila or Jen. One of them, yeah, said that like they're not they're not a dog. That's not a dog. Yeah. <laughs> so I mean that, that's so why I said like, yeah, that's right. That's just added ammo to us hating the character Adam. So, uh, yeah, they end up uh, going on their hike uh, the next morning and, uh, you know, they're just going through some stuff and uh, Mila almost uh, eats it like just while they're just going uh, uh, on a regular on the the trail. But it was because they uh, went off the trail. Uh, That was uh, Darius's bright idea after uh, the lady at the hotel was telling him, whatever you do, don't go off the trail. And, uh, yep, stay on the goddamn trail. Like, oh, but we'll miss out on waterfalls and whatever and mystical creatures that we could be finding that are off the trail. Yeah, <laughs> I heard there's a unicorn over there. Yes. We just got to get off the trail. Yes. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> and, and here's where the, the name wrong turn comes into play because, yep, they took a wrong turn off that trail. Yeah. So, uh, they go off of there and, um, she goes downhill like pretty quick after that. Uh, we there's different booby traps that come up, and I mean you've you've uh, you Cripsters, if you guys saw the trailer, we're not giving this away because it does come up on the trailer. There's a big ass like uh, uh, tree just rolling down the hill, so that the uh, it's going down and it's it's coming down to crush these kids. So they just hear a noise. They're like, what's that? They just see a big-ass tree coming towards them, and it's going downhill. So they start running downhill, and they all start, like, tripping and flipping all over the place. Uh, so yeah. they're all rolling. Uh, and that's when Paul said, like, he abandoned, uh, Adam abandoned his girlfriend at that point. Uh, but it's not like if, I mean, how can you kind of, are you going to, like, hold hands and run down the hill? That's what I didn't get, Paul. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That Well, well, that's what I was saying by there was, you know, one of those times where I get it. You're scared. It's frantic. Shit's going down. Like that was that that scene where I, I, I get it because <laughs> she was at like, I mean, I still see her. I still see her her point by being mad. But but like you said, what what, what are you going to do? That other time is seriously a fuck you. I don't care about yeah. you. I'm saving myself. Yeah. And uh, like I said, like, uh. You know, they they all like, you know, roll down and one of the friends gets crushed. Uh so that friend's a goner and that was uh Gary. Uh so Gary's gone. And yeah, and that dude, that that shit was crazy cuz they don't show him getting hit by it. They just they they just go to him like screaming like and then and then cut to the scene where it's like right there. Yeah. And then they go to the the next scene where they show the rest of the kids like getting up and everything. Yeah. And everybody's all fucked up. And yeah, so like you don't really know exactly what happened. You do, you I mean you know, but 
you didn't see it. So like when they finally do get up and, and uh, was it D- D- uh, Darius's fingers like all fucked and halfway hanging off. And you're just like, fuck dude, these kids got fucked up. Yeah. And then they're looking for everybody. And then they, uh, Lewis is like, where's Gary? Like that's his boyfriend. And they find him and everyone just starts fucking freaking out. And then when they do show Gary, you're, I was like, holy shit. Yeah. That guy got mushed up, man. Yeah. Like it, it, they show his face, his whole head is like smashed and, and you could see like his, one of his eyes and like side of his face, like, cause he kind of looked over he, when he got hit. Yeah. His jaws open and with his, his teeth his all jaws to the side. Hang, yeah. His jaws hanging. Yeah, and I was like, God damn, and that was some practical effects right there, and they did a really good job with yeah. that, dude. That was some gory shit. Yeah, I got to agree that that was a good job they did with that. Not CGI, so and, that was good. No, and my favorite part was after like they, they, re, like, they regroup and they calm down a little bit, and they're walking away, um, Lewis looks back at him, and he's a good distance away, but you could just kind of barely see him. Uh, Gary sitting there but you could see his eye like still open and looking over and it's just like like almost like he's looking over at like don't leave don't leave me you know but he's dead but this is kind of like what I was thinking and it was just like really sad I was like holy shit yeah so Lewis was upset and because uh, that's his uh boyfriend that's dead right there and um like he's he's kind of blaming uh Darius about it and and he's like really pissed off at him, and then Adam's trying to calm him down, telling him like it's not Darius's fault. He didn't make that tree come down the hill. So uh, yeah, and that was a, that the the one redeeming factor for for Adam, which he blew it. He blew it right after. Yeah, that. I gotta agree though. The <laughs> the only one time where yes, because <laughs> that's the one time he actually made sense. Like he didn't know the fucking tree was gonna fall. Like. That it was gonna like it's not his fault like it, it's not yeah, but you you can't you can't blame Lewis for blaming Darius either. Yep. You know if they would have stuck to the fucking trail, they at least in their mind they would have been okay. Even though we know, even if they did stick to the trail, that shit's probably gonna go down anyway. Yeah. Just because they're out there. Yep. And uh, I mean, I felt to mention uh, before they actually got to the trail part they did actually meet a few other characters that do play important parts uh as far as with people that they meet later on and that's uh ruthie a little girl um that she's kind of looking shy and she has some kind of weird like uh kind of a crown thing going on um and there's also uh edith yeah with edith uh she just she kind of she spoke a certain way and it was kind of weird um and she kind of was like it felt like a little bit off-putting like that you know that there's something off about her right from the beginning when you meet her she's like selling these trinkets but she's like okay like she's selling but she didn't feel like a genuine like i'm out here just to sell and like everything's cool she just felt like okay there's something off or like uh you know that uh she's kind of not uh grounded in where she's at both of them uh there's something strange about both of them so let's get back to our folks out there in the woods after uh that uh tree incident happened uh, yeah so they're camping out and it's you know it's raining and lightning and shit and jen ends up waking up to one of the 
the thunder strikes and she's looking kind of looking around inside the tent and and when the lightning flashes she, there's a, a a shadow of a person right outside of the tent so she's freaking out like she's she's sitting there like just staring at it waiting for it to flash again to see if there's anything there which it does uh, a few seconds later and then nobody's there as she just lays back down and kind of forgets about it which i'm like fuck you you saw somebody standing out there like you're not tripping it was a full-on shape of a person and it was creepy as fuck too like the hand was up and all hunched over it was like i would have shit my pants and you're just gonna go back to sleep like nothing happened paul now that you mentioned that with the with the uh, figure kind of hunched over did it kind of feel like hey maybe it will be the inbred cannibals that are after him yeah, you don't know, like, cause it it did look like kind of mutated, almost like a monster, kind of a, you know. So yeah, yeah you're like, hey, maybe it is some some shit like that, and you know, people are people online are just trolling everyone and saying that no, it's completely different. But uh, so you, you definitely know something bad was out there, and she just went back to sleep like nothing nothing happened. Yeah, and then they all wake up in the morning, and um. Uh, Mila's gone and they're tripping out and then they're like looking for their phones too and all their phones are gone. Yeah. So you know that something's going on. Uh, Jen does mention to Darius that she thought she saw somebody out outside of the tent after after they realized their phones are gone. So she at least she did bring it up. And you know, a lot of movies, people, when people see shit, they don't say anything about it. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, well... You know, okay, she did say something. If it wasn't right when it happened, at least she did the next morning. Yep. So, you know, I, I actually like that part. <laughs> yeah, and they woke up in a graveyard. Yeah, and then uh, the they start walking around the campsite a little bit, and they see that there's, like, headstones everywhere. And they're like, oh, shit, we're sleeping in a graveyard. Uh, and I was like, oh, fuck. But uh, then I was also thinking... How did you not see those? They're everywhere. Somebody would have had to walk into one of them. (laughs) I'm like, they're only a few feet away from their tent. (laughs) So, but whatever. It was still pretty cool. It made for uh, a cool setting where they were camping. It looked cool. Yep. And then they also found that, uh, like, uh, a plaque uh, with some type of thing where people uh, basically committed their families to uh a community uh i think it was called the foundation uh where they just uh you know it was hundreds of years ago before the civil war that they felt like uh the usa was gonna go down that there's that there that uh they saw like things were gonna be uh where it should be where like everybody working together to pull through so they decided to uh live in the mountains and keep everybody away because uh, they knew that uh, everybody else was going to be wrong and things were going to go bad. Um, so they've been there as far as the, the families that live in there, uh, that they've been uh, in there for hundreds of years is what it says. Uh, uh, Adam, of course, when he first heard that there was a plaque there saying, oh, man, goddamn uh, racist, this and that and blah, blah, blah. Uh, so, yeah. And uh it was uh, Darius uh, that read the thing, so it was uh, he saying he was saying no, it's actually before that. So um, they knew that something kind of strange going on. They kind of go off. They're looking for Mila because Mila's gone, 
and uh, uh, behind one of the trees out there, Jen sees uh, Ruthie, the little girl that she saw in the town. And she's like, hey, like, you know, it's okay, it's okay. And Ruthie starts walking towards him. And, and Adam comes up and, and he sees her. So he's automatically thinking, like, she's got something to do with this because why the fuck would she be out there? He even says to Jen, like, you saw her in town? Like, is that that's not a, that's not a coincidence. What is she doing out here? Which it's true. Like, <laughs> you're thinking the same thing. Yeah. Like, she, it's the middle of the fucking woods. Like, yep. Why would she be out there? So this is kind of like where you start piecing stuff together and then realizing that that Ruthie and Edith have something to do with it. And the way that they were dressed and everything. So you, you're like, okay, so they they are a part of like, you know, a group of people or a village or something that's living out there in the woods and they don't want these kids there. At least that's where I started to realize it. And, uh... You know, Adam's just like pissed. He's when he wants answers, so he tries to go at Ruthie, and and Jen's kind of trying to stop him, and that that's when uh he steps in a trap, and gets pulled away into like the ground, like there's this hole, and he gets pulled into the ground, so it's like holy shit, I thought that was really cool. Yeah, and I thought that was gonna be it. I thought that uh that'd be the last we see of Adam. <laughs> And I was like, okay. Yeah, or at I, least I was, live anyway. Yeah, I was like, okay, well, uh, I think that's it for Adam. So I was like, oh, well, too bad. <laughs> I won't miss him. Memo got, <laughs> Memo rose to, Memo got up off his seat and started cheering. <laughs> I was like, yes, Adam's gone. Thank God. But uh, no, I mean, his character got even worse after that anyway. So uh, yeah, I was cheering more later. <laughs> All right, so a little bit later, after they're searching for Adam and Mila, they they come across like this uh, this old barn or something out there, and they they walk in and they see like that there's cell phones and backpacks and all this camping gear from from what looks like hundreds of people all in there getting all fucked up and rotting rotting away. So they're like, "What the fuck's going on?" And they they kind of think, "Are they like killing people and taking their shit?" And uh, they look out of the doorway and they can see these two people and dressed in like what looks like ghillie suits and like animal skulls for masks carrying a body on like a, a, a branch. Lewis is like, oh, that's that's Adam. So uh, he takes off running to go get him. And they're just like, what the fuck? What the fuck? Stop. So you go out there and you you see that it is Adam. He's got a sack over his head and he's tied up on that branch and they're carrying him. And the people are like speaking some other kind of a language. So they're like, we don't understand you. Yeah, so it sounds like some type of language that got of uh, the series Vikings is kind of what it sounds like to me almost. It definitely had that that vibe to it. Yeah, so they're, they're speaking, they're talking their language and... You know, they're like the the group of kids are like, you know, talking in English, like not understanding what the hell is going on. So um, they're kind of like going back and forth for a bit. And then uh, just out of uh, out of the nowhere, here comes Adam with the big ass uh, branch that they were carrying him in because they dropped him. Uh, and he's he's holding it and he bashes one of the guys in the back of the head. 
and he just starts uh, when the guy drops on the floor, he just keeps bashing him in the back of the head and smashing him up. Um, we don't uh, later on we see that the other guy disappeared, but we didn't see when it happened when he took off. Um, Darius like stops at him, like what the hell is going on? And he's like, man, they killed Mila. They I know it. She's yeah. gone. She's dead. And then she's the, dead. They they killed her. They killed her. Yeah, and in the background, you just see Mila like, "What's going on, man?" <laughs> yeah, she's like, "What is that? What the fuck is that?" Yeah, <laughs> and I'm just like, "Holy shit!" Yeah, and she comes up because I thought I thought she was dead too, dude. So <laughs> to see her and she was completely fine. Yeah, that was a good swerve. Yeah, it was, and I was also thinking, "Ah, shit!" Yeah. <laughs> exactly. They killed that dude for fucking nothing, yeah. and that's exactly what like uh, Jin says. Yep. Like you just killed somebody for for no reason. Yep. Which I was kind of on Adam's side again, though. Honestly, when he was like, when he was like, they were gonna kill me, and we thought they killed her. Like, I would have done the same thing. I understood why he did it. Yeah, and he still was uh, trying to like get them on on his side. It, it makes sense, dude. Like. They all thought they were, that they were going to kill Adam, too. I thought they were going to kill Adam. I thought they already did. Yeah. So, if you're in that situation, what the fuck would you do? Like, if you had the strength to actually take somebody out, you would have did it. Because you don't know what the fuck's going on. These people are 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 in these crazy get-ups. And Adam's fucking tied up with a sack on his head. Yeah. I mean, he looked like he was going to be lunch, dude. So, So, like, I get it. Uh, yeah, and uh, Mila afterwards, she's they're like, "Hey, where, where were you?" And she's like, "I went to go out, go out to take a piss, and uh, I saw these two uh, large guys out there dressed weird, so I hid away from them. Uh, and then I went back to camp, and then you guys were gone, so I started looking for you guys. So that's what happened to Mila. Yeah, they're like, "You didn't hear us yelling for you?" She's like, "I did, but they would have saw me." <laughs> I'm like. You know, and and that was one, another one of those little touches where it's like it, it added to like a realism. Like this, that's exactly what people would do. Yeah, I was like, OK, that makes sense, too. So, uh, you know, that's yeah. Like I see that. I, I don't care who's yelling out for me, dude. I'm not saying shit. <laughs> I don't want those people to know where I am. Yep. So, um, yeah, some other stuff goes on. They uh, they end up like the group of friends end, end up getting surrounded by more of those uh those uh, figures out there, those people dressed uh, weird with the skulls, they get kind of surrounded. And then uh, Adam's like, let's get the fuck out of here. So I like Adam and Mila run and take off. And uh, the other three are still there, like kind of holding their ground a little bit for a bit. Um, and then they end up running off too. But uh, Adam and Mila are, are going. And while they're running, uh, this is the part where Paul... Uh, Said this is like uh, it for as far as like any redeeming stuff about Adam. That's it. <laughs> this is where we like totally like all right, whatever he gets, he deserves. So Mila ends up like falling through like a hole. Uh, so there's like a trap, and she goes down into the hole, and she goes down into those traps where like there's spikes uh, that are in a pit, and so she's impelled in the hole. Adam turns around and and goes back to see her, and she's stuck there all like basically dying, but she's like asking them to to like get her out to like help her and uh he's like um yeah uh i'll uh i'll go get help 
And she's like, don't you leave me. Uh, he's like, bye. <laughs> so he like kind of takes off. It's like, oh, yeah. that's it. That's, uh, you know. Yeah. That's where it's like, okay. I was like, you motherfucker. Yep. That's where he's like, I, <laughs> that's where he's like, oh, he's just out there for himself. You don't give a crap about his girlfriend. And while I'm, I'm watching it, like I'm, I'm looking at, at Mila laying there and yeah, she's all fucked up. But I'm, I'm trying to see like where the spikes are actually coming out of because I'm like, was it a good idea that he actually left? Because like, would she, would he have been able to save her or is she fucking a goner no matter what? Because yeah, those spikes were coming out of all kinds of places. I think if uh, he would have pulled her out, I think that she would have bled to death anyways. I think. Yeah, I, that's what I'm thinking too. Yeah, I so. think she was done for. Yes, it was a dick move, but he wouldn't have been able to save her anyway. She was gone. Yeah, but I mean, like, are you, if if it was you and you were in in those shoes, we're gonna oh, are you gonna leave your uh, your sweetie down there alone. No, I would at least try to get down there and try to get her out, you know. At least comfort her. Or like, this was just like a fucking. Or like, you know, even trick her, like comfort her, like, oh, it's okay. You're, it's not that bad. And then just snap her neck so that way she doesn't have to suffer. <laughs> <laughs> I do old Steven Seagal on her. Chish, chish, chish. And, and just a neck snap. Yeah, just just do the loving thing and like uh, just tell her like uh, Carol did on... Uh, on uh, Walking Dead, just look at the flowers. Yeah. <laughs> look at the flowers. Just look at the flowers. She's like, bang. She's like, I can't see the fucking flowers. I'm in a hole. <laughs> and then bang right to the <laughs> side of the head. I was just like, look over there. Shoot, Steven Seagal it. Anything but just take off, you know. So uh, yeah, he takes off. The other friends, they, they end, everybody ends up getting captured. So they get captured. Uh, uh, Mila was in the hole, and we see one of the people come up, and they have a bow and arrow. So. Uh, you just see the arrow get shot over there, and the arrow's just like sticking up, so you know that she's done for. But it was kind of like a mercy kill, basically. Um, we don't see her uh, afterwards, so that's uh, just what we assume. Um, so yeah, the friends are uh, captured. They they uh, they're put to this. Uh, they they get brought to their village, um, and they get put into trial. So they're there and. The judge is talking uh, that that language, and uh, Edith, she's uh, basically the translator uh, for both. So that's going on, and they're only like they say that they only want Jen to speak for everybody, and that you better speak the truth. Uh, so yeah, they're there on trial. They're basically saying, "Hey, you murdered one of our people," and uh, that's basically what you guys are on trial for, and. You better speak the truth here. If you guys lie, we'll know you're lying. So, um, I mean, they already know that they uh, they murdered one of their people. They just want them to admit it. Um, so Jen tries to go a different way and not admit it and say that, no, that uh, Adam didn't kill that other guy. And it and then she goes try to say it, that it was self-defense kind of thing. Uh, but they're not buying it. So basically at the end, they say that they were lying. And that they, uh, you know, that they're going to be all put to death because they lied. Um, so uh, first one to go is Adam. And then uh, that's where I'm like, yay. Because, <laughs> uh, I mean, it, it was like he was there and he was laying down. It's like, oh, he's he's crying. So kind of feel bad because he's, you know, he's human or whatever. But, <laughs> I mean, he was an asshole throughout the whole thing. And it's a movie. So uh, that's one of the characters is like, okay, if he's gone, he's gone. 
Uh, so yeah, the yep. the main uh, the judge guy, which was uh, the name uh, that uh, Paul mentioned earlier on, was uh, Venable, played by Bill Sage. That guy did a good job. Like he was there, and there was times where like he was gonna do certain things, and there was every so often where Jen would interject and kind of stop him for a little bit, and then uh, they'd get their say, and then they, you know, they, uh, the Venable would say his say on uh, how the village is and their thoughts. And afterwards, they're like, okay, so how did, like, you know, she had to admit that, yeah, he did uh, kill uh, their, their their guy and uh, and how he killed him. So they're like, okay, so how did he kill him? And then she's like, oh, well, she hit him in the back of the head with uh, the branch. And then so they had the weapon that they that uh, Adam used, and they used the same one on him while he's there. And uh, you, you, you see when the, the stump goes down towards his head, but you don't actually see it bash it until afterwards. You like not the first bash, but you do see the aftermath of the other ones, and uh, they did a good job. You see a couple of them for sure, because I was looking, dude, and I'm like, holy fuck! Yeah, but not that looks crazy. Yeah, just not the first uh, bash. You just yeah, see not the, the first one. Yeah, you see the blood fly, but uh, yeah, afterwards it's like that was some, uh, another good practical effects that they did uh, employed right there too, and they also had like the body like twitch a little bit towards the end too. Yeah. Yeah, so I was like, man, that looks good. They did a good job with that. Yep. So uh, the other part where they... So now you realize what's what's going on. These people are the foundation that was described on that plaque that we saw earlier. Yep. You know, the, the ancestors of the the people who started this, this fucking tribe of, you know, people that don't want anything to do with civilization as, as we know it. So they're... They're full on self sufficient. Uh, they, you know, they don't want anything to do with the outside world. They have their own thing going on, and it's working. Obviously, a couple hundred years of them doing it. Um, but this makes me think. Like, here's here's the thing that, and I was talking to uh, Wolfman about this uh, off the air. So we saw Edith and and Ruthie in the town when the kids first got there, and they were selling trinkets and shit. Yep. And I was telling Wolfman, like, why the fuck were they there selling stuff when this town, they don't need money. They don't use money. They have everything they need. And, and uh, Venable states that, like, we have everything we need right here. This is, we don't need anything else. So I was like, I didn't understand why that those two characters were even in the town at all. It was really weird. Evil intentions, man. Evil intentions. Yeah, but what evil intentions? Well, I'm just going to kind of say some <laughs> stuff of what, like, why I'm saying that is, uh, and I don't know exactly because I, I didn't write the thing, but, I mean, there's different parts. Like, remember when Adam threw the beer bottle uh, towards that guy that was by the truck? Yeah, yeah, it, yeah. It, it, actually, it, it, yes. it wasn't a bar patron. It was one of them that were there. It was one of the foundation. Yeah, exactly. And and that guy was there at the trial, and he even brings that up. He threw a bottle at me. I'm like, why was he even there? Like, I don't, you know, and, and I think what you're talking about with the evil intentions on maybe they were stalking people for some yeah, reason. Yeah, and that's a, and that's the thing that's further on earlier in the movie. When they're driving over to the, the town, they blow a tire, and I'm thinking that they made them blow the tire because when they blow it, yeah. there's one of the people right there that they saw them, and they mentioned that during the trial that, yeah, they were there. And we saw them beforehand and, you know, all this kind of stuff. So 
uh, they were there in the woods uh, yeah. watching them when they blew the tire. So how could they be there and know okay. that they're going to blow the tire? Yeah. So, like, I would totally buy all that, that, like, they're looking for people to kill or something or steal from them. If, like, they didn't make it a point to let everybody know that they don't need any of that stuff. Like, it's not like they're eating people. They're not cannibals. Uh, they don't use money. They don't use any, like, any technology. So it's like, I don't buy that. They were looking for people to bring in to kill. Like, that's basically, that's not what they're about. Like, you find out that those those people and the one that they, the, uh, Adam killed, like, they were out there hunting. And that's their hunting outfit to blend in and, and, and uh, not scare the animals off. And they came, they came across, or Adam got caught in one of their traps. And they got him out, and they were going to go take him back to the road, which that's that's probably what was going to happen. Yeah, with the hood so, with the hood on his head. Yeah, that was a little weird, too. So they didn't really get into that anymore. But in face value, that's what they told us. That's what, that's what they were going to do, so we got to just go with that. Yeah, and when they were mentioning that stuff, I was like, okay, that— that's why I said I kind of liked that it was kind of a gray area because it felt like our main people that we were following that maybe these aren't going to be the good guys. Maybe they are the bad guys. Maybe these people yeah, are the good people. Yeah. Um, so I, I yeah. did kind of like and, that. And, and honestly, it didn't seem like they were that bad, you know, at, to, at to, to this point. So I don't get why they would be trying to get people into their villages because it seems like they don't want anybody there at all. Yeah. So that uh, that uh, still it, it, it begs the question: Why were they in the town? You know, why were why did they pop tires and all that? So that was like one of those that was just kind of left unanswered. Yeah, because the guy like when when uh the like the one testifying about Adam throwing the beer bottle at him, he's like, "Yeah, they hates us." He was like, "Man, he almost sounds like Gollum from uh, Lord of the Rings. He hates us, those hobbitses." <laughs> All right, so as far as the punishments, the next thing that was going to happen to the last three uh, of our people that we've been following, there's uh, Louis, Jen, and Darius that are still left. And uh, they're like, yeah, so uh, hear no evil, see no evil. So see no evil was basically what they were doing. And they got a hot poker, and uh, they uh, basically burn out uh, Louis's eyes. We see a scene where that happens. Oh, man, that was bad. Like, you see that happen, and then... Later on, you see him out after with his uh, eyes all burned out. So, uh, yeah, Lewis is uh, uh, disfigured, and uh, they were going to get uh, Jen and Darius, and then that's when Jen opens her mouth. I'm like, man, why didn't she open her mouth for Lewis? She's like, well, I guess he didn't have nothing <laughs> to contribute because she starts talking about, like, <laughs> I was hey. thinking the same thing. She was like, hey, well, uh, like, and you know when they were mentioning about, like, uh, that these people are self-sufficient and this and that? She was mentioning that about yeah. Darius before, that that's kind of, like, what he wants as far as like, what he's going for. And I'm like, how come he's not mentioning that this is kind of what he was been going for, is, like, a self-sufficient kind of community? And, um, yeah, and, and I thought the same thing, too. I'm like, well, she, she like, emphasized earlier in the movie that, you know, he's a non-profit upstarter and all this and that. And that he was talking about, uh, like, his wish is to, you know, p get people to be be able to live on their own and be happy, blah, blah, blah. Like, the self-sufficient thing. Yeah, that everybody pulls their weight and uh, share, yeah. 
So I, I, it's kind of funny that it didn't click to, with him until later on, but she mentions him like, yeah. oh yeah, like she goes like, like, you know what? Like if you get rid of us, that you're you're losing out. That you could have us. That that will be part of your society. That he that you know he could do this and that and and me. Why 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 do we need you? And then they're like, oh well, I'm a female and I'm healthy, and I could bear you, uh, you know, children and this and that, and I'm healthy. So basically, she gives herself up and. And the Venable is like, well, I'm taking you for myself. <laughs> yeah. And with her, like, I, I get it. Like, that's another, you know, a ba- baby maker right there for, for their town, you know? Yep. But um, with with Darius, okay, so just to get back to that real quick, they're, you know, Jen's argument was he's all about efficiency and and getting things done and... And, you know, the, the guy that she's talking to is kind of like looking like, yeah, 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 we could use help on that. We could use help on that. Basically, he wasn't saying that, but he was nodding his head. And then they end up agreeing to save him. But my thought was, why would they need any help with anything they got going on there when they've been doing this for a couple of hundred years already? They they By then, they have everything down. Like, they have their whole society down. They, they wouldn't need help with anything. Yep. Honestly, I didn't buy that, but I guess to progress the story and keep Darius around, they needed something. Paul, if, if this was uh, by Paul and he would have kept it realistic, that would have been the end of the movie right there. He, they they just killed yes. both of them and that's the end. Well, it's just because of the reasons that she was bringing up. I'm just like, no, they they wouldn't need help with that at all. Like, she was talking stuff about, like, crops and all this and that. I'm like, uh... I'm pretty sure they got their their food situation down packed. Yeah. It's not like they these people just got out there. No, they've been doing this for a very long time. Uh maybe she mentioned that maybe maybe uh she's like, "Hey, Darius is a genius. He knows how to bring uh MTV to your town. You guys need some MTV. You guys are missing out on some uh music TV." And then uh, Darius going to be, oh, man, we're going to have some music videos and some music coming in. And then it's going to be all they're going to be getting Kardashians. And then when they get that, you see uh, Jen and Darius both strung up, roasting over an open fire. (laughs) They're like, yeah, we can watch some music videos. And Darius is all like, oh, they don't do that anymore. Yes. (laughs) But, uh, okay, uh, we're kind of. It's like those memes that I see every now and then where. Where it's like, uh, this is like uh, MTV's fucking 40th anniversary. Thank you for 14 years of music videos. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, that shit's true. <laughs> yep. So, uh, yeah, that's going down. And then, uh, so it, it kind of like where they're, you know, so they're kind of basically at the village now. And then, and then it kind of flashes over to uh, present time. Where uh, her dad's out there looking for her in the town. And, you know, he's talking to different people. He talks over with Rhodes. And then uh, he also talks with another lady, like I said, uh, the one uh, that uh, was uh, in that uh, hotel place that uh, the kids were staying at. Um, she kind of tells him, yeah, that, that, you know, that they saw him. The guy says that he saw him because the bartender is not saying that he saw him. So, uh, yeah, Rhodes is saying, oh, yeah, I saw them. And. And uh, they, they, you know, he starts talking. He's like, oh, they probably they probably went to the woods and they probably, you know, if you go into the woods that uh, you never come back out of there, you know, that you can go in, but you're not going to be going out. So 
like uh the dad uh you know starts talking to him scott he's like hey well like if i'm a dad he was like if if uh that were your kids if uh, would you stop and he's like you got kids so you know that kind of stops him for a little bit so later on they have like a thing where like uh, he goes outside and then uh Rhodes comes out and just starts beating like he's got a bunch of guys with him so they end up beating the crap out of uh scott the co- the uh sheriff goes by and scott's thinking like that they're gonna you know that the sheriff's gonna save him that he's gonna stop and and make everything these these guys stop or arrest him or something but nope he just keeps on going he's like well I got some fishing to do. No, he doesn't say that, but <laughs> that's basically kind of what we're thinking. So, yes. yeah, the sheriff just stro- rolls by and doesn't stop any, all that. So we, uh, Scott gets his ass kicked uh, by Rhodes and uh, the other guys there. And um, it's kind of crazy because, like, with that, that's what I said. It was like he felt like that creepy character, and it felt like, oh, man, he is a bad dude after all that went down. And then later on, uh, the, the lady from the uh, – from the motel uh she ends up helping him out like what she saw his face he's like what the what happened and so he's like getting ready to like just like head out to the woods to try to look to where his uh where his daughter and her friends went to try to you know see what happened to him and then she's like oh man you can't go out there like you know she tells him it's kind of like urban legend like that uh there's like stories where like people that you know hundreds of years ago have uh went into the uh the forest and uh, they live there and they've been they've been there and they don't want anyone to go into their mountains so uh she's like it's kind of like you know she's heard of it but she's never you know want to go into there so uh he kind of pushes towards like oh i gotta go and uh well she's like okay well if you're gonna go then i'm gonna i'm gonna get my uh my nephew to help you out because he knows uh, he's a kind of like a tracker so she does get her nephew to help him out so they go there. The nephew has like a, uh, kind of like a, a friend or someone else that that goes with them. So they do end up going out there, and it's kind of crazy because they probably last like about a minute or two, as far as the guys that are, the well experienced folks about like going out there and boarding the traps. They do set one trap up, but like because they see it, they're like, oh, there's a tripwire right there. So they uh they uh, get that one done. But then the uh, assistant kind of like he falls in a hole. So they're both trying to help him get out of there. And then uh, we see that there's another trigger uh, towards the back where he, where uh, the guy is just inching uh, his foot back towards it. And then uh, the camera points up where you see like there's like a big old kind of like a tree stump, like a flat tree stump, but with spikes on it right above him. So they do end up setting that trigger. And right on the last second, like, uh, Scott notices it and moves out the way before it gets him, too. So the two uh, main guides, they're gone now. Um, so it's kind of like he's on his own, but he does get the gun off of his uh, the tracker that he was with. Um, so, yeah, he ends up going there. He ends up getting captured uh, by uh, the foundation. Hmm. All right, so yeah, the uh, Scott gets captured, but he gets taken to the village. But when he's over in the village, he pulls out his gun and starts like shooting it off, uh, trying to get people to stay away from him. And then he ends up getting. And I'm thinking, dude, you're wasting all your goddamn bullets. What are you doing? <laughs> he's he's trying to scare him. He doesn't want to kill him. He just wants to find out what happened to Still. his daughter. Um. Yeah, but what if shit turns and he needs to use that against one of them, and he just fucking fired them all off into the sky? <laughs> what a dipshit. 
Uh, well, Joker doesn't know everything. <laughs> yes. Well, he should know guns, damn it. You know, he was in the war. It was all about... <laughs> the... <laughs> it was all about Private Pile, man. <laughs> he, yep. He's the one that, yep. that ended up knowing more about the guns and the full metal jacket. Yeah. Yeah, he, he, he really found out what the guns do. Yeah, so... Um... Yeah, so, yeah, he gets captured, he's there, like, he shoots that gun off, and then uh, he gets shot with an arrow, and then the person that that shot him with the arrow comes up to him, ends up being his own daughter, Jen, that shot him with the arrow. Yep. So, it's it, it looked like if Jen and Darius, he saw uh, Darius, and then he, you know, Jen right there when she comes up, and he's, like, surprised that they're both there and trying to talk to him, and they're kind of not talking back to him. And it almost seems like if they got brainwashed while they were there for those few weeks. Yes. And I was thinking like, dude, they weren't even there that long. This is only a couple of weeks. What the fuck? It's like if, they, <laughs> yeah, it's like if she didn't recognize her own dad anymore. So, uh, yeah, they basically say, oh, well, if we don't got to have trial anymore that this guy was trespassing and he's going to die in the morning. So, uh, yeah, uh, stuff happens and. Uh, Jen ends up uh, sleeping with uh, Venable, uh, and then he, uh, you know, Venable knocks out and she sneaks out, and then she uh, breaks her dad out of the tra- the area where he was at in the prison. So she's sneaking out, and then they run into Darius, and Darius is like, "What are you trying to do?" And he's like, "Well, we got to get out of here. Let's let's all go." And he's like, "Well, I'm gonna stay behind," and then she's like, "Why are you gonna stay behind?" He's like, "Well, these people see me for who I am," and. And this is what I've wanted, and I belong to them, and they belong to me. So he doesn't stop them, and that's uh, that's it for basically Darius. Like he's there, not saying he's gonna, he's dead or anything. He just stays with the village. He felt like this is this is his place. So uh, he does, yeah. Uh, which we totally get because of you know that's what he was talking about. That's what he wanted, even before all this. Yeah. So I I kind of get that, but at the same time, I don't know, like. It seemed like they were doing some shady stuff and and you know him being sort of a normal person wouldn't be into that kind of stuff. So it wasn't 100% believable, but it didn't bother me either. Yeah. That he stayed. I did kind of see it coming though. Yep. So uh yeah, but and the good thing was like, can you imagine if he betrayed them right there? <laughs> yeah, see now that would have been a whole other level, something that I didn't expect. Yeah. So I mean, he doesn't end up betraying him. They they head off and then they go into the area where like they were imprisoned, and then uh, one of the 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 people that were originally where they had the two guys and the other one got his uh, uh, head smashed. They, I guess they were brothers, and then that other brother testified against them. That that one that testified against them showed up, and uh, Jen ends ends up killing that guy. So uh, he dies, and then uh, they go through like a tunnel. They uh, see Ruthie and she's like, hey, you, you know how to get out of here. You know your ways ins and out. And then she kind of points them to go through this uh, certain tunnel. So they're like, hey, do you want to come with us? You can come with us if you want. And she's like, no, that she's, she's going to stay behind. So they go through the tunnel and then it's kind of crazy. They go through there and there's all these people with like their eyes all burned out. So it's like a, like a tunnel of like uh, lost souls or something that they're going through. And uh, of course, when they're going through there, uh, they do meet up Lewis, so Jen sees Lewis, and uh, she she uh, ends up shooting him in the head, uh, basically kind of like another mercy kill right there. Yeah, which which I was like, you know, holy shit, 
But at the same time, I I think I would have done the same thing because Lewis is like in the corner, and just he he doesn't say anything because he you know he doesn't know that she's there. Yeah. But you could tell that he's just not having a real good time, man. No. So. And then everybody in there just looks all fucked up, almost like zombies or something, dude. Or yeah, and or you know like some something, dude. It's just crazy. Yeah, because all their eyes are burned out. Yeah, and then my thought was like. Like, why aren't they, like, eating each other and shit? Because <laughs> they're not giving them any food. <laughs> Which you do see that. You do see something like that a, a, a little bit later. So that even furthered the question, like, why didn't they do that to each other when they're locked in there? Yep. So uh, they, they're so uh, Jen and, and their dad, uh, Scott, they're making their, their escape. And then they at a certain point, they get separated. Jen's like through this cavern, and then one of the guys that testified against uh, the kids, he he gets to her, and then he's like all like, "Oh, I got you, and I'm gonna make you mine afterwards. That, that I'm gonna bring you back, and and then then after I'm done with you, I'm gonna kill you or some kind of thing like that." So she pulls out a knife and starts stabbing the crap out of him. So that guy's a goner, and then uh, uh, her dad, Scott's like uh, looking for Jen. She's like she's like oh looking for her. like where are you? So like. He goes through the tunnel and then uh, ends up uh, running into Edith. Like Edith like screams and runs towards him, and then he has a gun, so he ends up blowing her head off. So uh, that was the end of Edith right there. She's got like half her head missing. Yeah, and that was like out of nowhere too. So I I actually kind of like that. I didn't expect that to happen the way that it did. Yep. I thought they would have kind of like lingered and dwelled on her death a little bit more, but no, it was just like out of nowhere. Boom. Yeah. Done. Yeah, so they uh, end up running, like, like they hear, like, the, the people are almost, uh, like, on them. Like, they're getting closer to them. But then they end up running into, like, the red, like the redneck guys that they're all around them. And they're like, they're like, oh, shit. Like, because, you know, like, they didn't, they both didn't have a good time meeting these guys in the beginning. So they're thinking, like, oh, crap, these guys are going to, like, shoot us because they all got guns or whatever. That, uh, and then uh, Jen's got her arrow, or her bow and arrow. So, uh the guy the the one that's with them the main guy is of course Nate Rhodes um and he's like he's like no like uh we're, I'm here to help you he's like he's like what how how can we trust you and he's like and he's like well when I gave you that beating it wasn't that I was giving you that beating I thought that it was like a mercy when we're I figured we beat you up you're gonna like just uh turn it like ah oh, this is too much let me get the hell out of here uh but she didn't she kept going so I was just trying to keep you away from these people so um He's like, I've had like uh, nephews that went in here and disappeared and never saw them again. So, uh, and he says, and and plus, he was like, uh, when you guys were at the bar, uh, you guys mentioned, yeah, that that yellow that was in my, it was, it was my uh, my liver turned on me. So he's like, you guys done me a favor. So he really, you know, so he kind of turned yeah. out to be like I said, when those great characters were at the end, he kind of turned out to be an okay guy at the end because he saved them. So, yeah. so like one of his friends, like they're, they're all there with guns and then you see an arrow go through like the eye of one of them. So it's like, ah, oh, crap. So they end up like shooting all over the place and they all take off to the, to the uh, truck. And, uh, before they head out, like you see like Venable there, like standing there, like almost like a huge creature. Cause he is dressed in his hunting gear with the skull mask. And then, uh, you see, uh, Nate Rhodes come out with like a Molotov cocktail and you see him run up, and I thought like uh, Venable was gonna like shoot him with an arrow or something, but like no, nah, he just throws it and it like burns and you know like all around him. But 
and and they all take off and i thought like okay maybe something will happen but nope they drove off you see them drive off through the, you see the woods all around them they're taking off uh nate Rhodes offers them some uh moonshine and they turn it down and then we flash forward to the future well not the future but yeah, uh, i would have been like hey give me some of that shit i've been through some stuff <laughs> <laughs> so uh yeah they flash forward to like uh you know like present day and uh, Jen's over, like, uh, I mean, the, the dad, Scott's, like, at a construction site. Uh, Jen shows up in the truck, and, like, she gives them um, some uh, some type of, uh, like, blueprints or something. So they kind of, like, talk for a bit. And, like, they're, like in the beginning, they kind of were, like, uh, not uh, in the greatest relationship. They were kind of, like, uh, you know, uh, where not everything was all cool. And that's kind of where, like, Jen, like, yeah, Jen, because he, uh, Scott was offering her a job to work with him, and she just wouldn't give him an answer. And that was kind of like the theme of the movie was choices, choices. You know, they, they mentioned at that point in the, or it, they mentioned earlier in the movie with that situation of her needing to make a choice to either go do something else or come work for him. And she says it again, like a little bit or at the, towards the end of the movie about making a choice. So that was kind of like the theme, like you got to make a choice and stick to it. Yep. So, um, yeah, because like I said, they didn't they at the beginning, they didn't have the best relationship. Uh, her dad, uh, you know, he's with he uh, got remarried and has uh, two kids with his new wife, uh, younger boys. So, um, yeah, uh so we flash forward where like Jen ends up uh, going to the house and she, uh, you know, sees her stepmom and they're okay with each other. The relationship is better now after everything that happened. So she, instead of calling her anything else, like by her like neighbors, she actually does call her mom and uh, she sees the boys as not just like stepbrothers, like brothers actual, actually. So she's there, she goes in and then to her surprise, who's at the uh, table uh sitting there fucking venable i was like god damn it there's this Ra motherfucker yep there's venable and ruthie right there too yep ruthie's there too all clean they're both all cleaned up and look like your average happy-go-lucky citizen yep so uh her mom's like hey well like uh this is our new neighbors they just came in from out of town and this and that we offered him we're like having uh oh yeah one thing that i forgot to mention too was that uh uh jen was talking to her dad at the construction site and then she did mention that it was like uh that they're gonna have pizza that's like pizza night and they're gonna have movies and then they're like oh well what are we gonna watch and they oh well you know like the, the brothers that they both they both uh been on this uh trip where they want to watch the, the the movies with the uh inbred cannibals and i was like okay that's kind of a tip of the hat to the original movie yeah. right there. Yeah, exactly. That's what I thought, too. I was like, oh, that's actually kind of cool. Yep. So, um, yeah, so that stuff goes on. She sees them, and she knows that they're not there for a good reason. And uh, the mom's like, okay. So, like, you know, so, like, like Jen's like, oh, man, like, I feel sick or something. So she ends up going upstairs, like, puking. And uh, Venable also noticed that, uh, that Jen was pregnant. So she knows that that's the... Uh, that's his so um she kind of she it's it, uh she goes uh down back stairs and 
she talks to him for a little bit and then she like ends up like just kind of like going on attack mode you like see her see her like fling a, a knife towards his head but she misses and then she jumps on the table and kind of goes towards them and he flings her uh, up against like uh, the cabinets so she got smashed down to the floor and then uh, he ends up grabbing the knife that got stuck on the wall and he stabs the uh, the stepmother in, in the uh, in the chest so she goes down to the floor he ends up cut, uh, slitting uh, one of the stepbrothers on, in the throat and then the, with the other one that's still on the table he stabs him in the heart so uh, so that's going down and then you see uh, uh, Jen come up from behind him and stab him in the back of the head so he goes down and then uh, like a couple seconds go by and then you hear the stepmother like Jen Jen why are you being so rude like what's going on <laughs> and then you see her kind of like on yeah. the floor and then she's looking all dead eyed with her like eyes kind of rolled up towards the side and then they kind of flickered back like regular after like after like a, after like a second so when when that's yeah. going on, it, it kind of looked creepy but kind of cool at the same time yeah that was a really cool scene i like how they did that because i'm like not only did it look creepy but you're also thinking what the fuck's going on <laughs> Yep, yep. And, and then you find out what, 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 what that's all about. Yeah, so uh, <laughs> tell us what happened, Paul. Yeah, so like right after that, th- then it cuts to Jen standing where she was before and, and looking at uh, Venable. And, yeah, that was just kind of a like a thought in her head what she could do and wants to do. So then you're like, ah, oh, shit, that didn't really happen. Because I, I was like, yeah, she fucking stabbed him right in the head. She, he's done. But then you figure out, oh fuck it, what, it didn't really happen. That, and, but but it was kind of sad too, because the uh, her uh, her mom and and her uh, stepbrothers were dead, which she reconciled. Yeah, with them. so it 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 would have been a whole fucked up situation if that had actually happened, but she would have got him. So it was kind of one of those bittersweet kind of a things when you realize that it was just. A thought that it really didn't happen, but it was really cool how they did that. Yeah, and the other touch that I like too is like when when that went down, and then she stabbed Venable in the back of the head, and he go. You just see his, you know, his body just go down, limp onto the table, um, and his head go down. Uh, with uh, Ruthie's character, she's kind of like slinking away, like she goes down, like like she, you know, she's not into all the killing. She's like, oh fuck, like let me yeah. get out of here. So uh, that that was kind of a little cool touch that uh, they had with that character right there. Yep. So then, so then Jen tells her her stepmom and the boys to go in the other room because she, she has some business to talk with. Uh, with what did they say his name was John or something? Yeah, John, right? Probably. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, he gave the, he gave the mom some fake name. Yeah. So they they leave. They go into the other room and. And there's there's they're talking and he's like, uh, I see that you're pregnant and I know that it's mine. And basically, like he's given the, or she's or, or, or yeah, he wants her to go with with him back to the village. And she's like, yeah, I'll go with you, but you got to leave my family alone. Never come back. Don't touch one fucking hair on their heads, basically. And he agrees to it. He's like, yeah, I give you my word. I won't I won't come back. I won't harm them. The, the next thing you see is them walking out of the house and there's an RV parked out out front and uh, some of the other people from the village are standing around it. So, uh, you know, you're know, you're like, oh, shit, he brought some backup just in just in case shit went down. Yep. He's got us boys. 
Yeah, so if that uh, that first thing would have happened, we got stabbed in the back of the head, they probably wouldn't have made it out alive anyways. She agrees to to go with them, and they they get up to to leave, and then the credits the credits start rolling, and it comes up wrong turn, and then the credits. So you're like, oh shit, it's over. Yeah, they start uh, playing that song. This land is your land. Yeah, this land is your land. <laughs> this land is mine. Yeah, exactly. So you're just like, ah, oh, fuck, man. She's going back to the village. They're gonna probably kill her after she has the baby because I think he does mention that, like, yeah, he did. You know, yeah, he did. Until, until uh, you have the baby, you're, you'll be safe. And uh, so you're just like, God damn it! And the credits are rolling still, and but the movie's still playing. Like they go into the RV, and the RV starts heading down the road, a good, a good like half a block, and. Uh, then it goes and turns and hits into some bushes. And, and I was like, oh, shit. I didn't expect that at all. Yeah, it's worse and it crashes into a parked car. Yeah, it hits the car and then it goes into the bushes. And I'm like, oh, god damn. And I'm just like, this is fucking cool. This is cool. Because, like, the credits are rolling. So I thought everything was over. <laughs> you know, and it wasn't one of those where it goes to black, the credits roll, and then it's a hidden scene at the end of the movie, which... Wolfman's mentioned before. I always fucking miss those because I just turn it off. God damn it! Why didn't we have that happen? <laughs> <laughs> no, I liked it because it was one continuous scene. Yeah, it was cool. while the credits were rolling. So I'm like, holy fuck! I'm sitting there watching, and then like the door of the RV opens, and like a uh, a couple of the guys come out, and then you see Jin like fucking stab one right there by the door. And then she fucking goes after the other one that's running down the street. She starts stabbing the fuck out of him. It's like, holy shit. So right then you already know that she already took out John and whoever else was in there too. Yep. That these are the last two that got out. Yeah, because I was looking at him. So I was like, she, I don't think that was Venable. That was any of the two guys that were No, it was, just, it was just two of his thugs. Yep. So he's already done in inside the trailer. And, uh... Ruthie comes out and she grabs uh, uh, Jen's hand and they start walking towards the camera back to the house. And it's kind of a, a, a long drug out scene, which a lot of people will probably think, oh, that's too long. It's just too much lingering. But I actually really liked it that they just showed them walking back, walking back. And then and then they, they uh, they're out of the camera and they're still showing the scene oh. with the guy laying, the guys laying there dead and the credits are still rolling and the leaves are still uh moving around in the breeze and shit the horror i was still watching it like intrigued the horror the horror yes <laughs> yes i had to say that this is from apocalypse <laughs> now okay i didn't understand the reference you'll uh if you have... you with your uh you with your always referencing stuff that isn't horror. Well, I I, I love a bunch of movies, man. <laughs> I know. I'm, I'm but sure. It's like, I'm sh- uh, we're a horror podcast. I know, but I'm sure you've heard of of the movie Apocalypse now, right? Yeah, and I I've, I've probably seen it before, but I don't I don't remember what you're talking about. <laughs> I'm watching this whole thing, and then finally it 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 is the end of the movie, and I was just like. Holy fuck, this movie was awesome. And a lot of it had to do with that that very last scene. Yeah. Like, I was already really liking it a lot. But that 
the way they did the ending just pushed it over the top to where I was like, fuck, this movie was great. I loved pretty much everything about it. Yep, uh, and like I said, it, it it built like it built. It just it uh, like I said in the beginning, you kind of then you were like ah whatever about the uh, our main character, and then uh, it just built like where you did end up uh, caring about her, and uh, you cared about her dad uh, trying to find her. Um, so yeah, especially towards the end, uh, you were all in by that point. Yes. So you know that was a that was a bravo on that dude because i i really enjoyed i really enjoyed this whole fucking movie i think uh paul had chills like he had goosebumps at the end with the when the Ah, credits were going you know i i'd probably i'd say yeah dude because i really liked how they did that ending like it was so fucking perfect they nailed it yep she uh turned out to be a badass at the end so uh yeah you know Yep, yep, and most of it was off screen, like the big kill, the big kill of, of Venable. Yep, it wasn't even on screen. Yeah, yep. <laughs> I'm like, that's kind of bold, you know? Like, yeah. the whole time, you're you're especially when he's sitting in the house, kind of like mocking her, like I'm here. You thought you're you're gone. You're just like, oh, I want to see, I want to see you take him out. I want to see Jen take him out, and they and they don't let you see that. They do it. In a tra- in a trailer half a block away, you don't see it happen. It's kind it kind of would have been like a god damn it, but they did it so perfect and it worked. And it's like I didn't really need to see it. It just made her even more of a badass. Yeah, and I mean I like the when when uh, she did walk up on him, and uh, she had the actress uh, did an awesome job with that surprise look on her face because of course it's like. We weren't expecting it. <laughs> you know, we thought it was like, okay, everything's done. And it's like, oh, shit, he's right there. You know? Yeah. So, uh, yeah, it was awesome. I, I like that ending. So uh, should we uh, get on to the scores and why we give it to him? Uh, before we get to the scores, let's uh, let's read some scores and uh, reviews on IMDb. Oh, this is gonna, and- this is going to be good. <laughs> yeah, because you had already mentioned that it's got a lot of shit scores and shit reviews. Yeah, I mean on IMDb. As far as like all the scores, uh, I mean it's not doing too bad. I mean, not great, but it's I think it's kind of like middle of the road. Like it's right. I'm looking now. It's got a five point four altogether. Yeah, that's pretty much like dead middle. Yeah. So I don't agree with that score at all. I'll tell you right now. I don't, and then it's, and then I'm looking downwards. His most helpful reviews. There's a three, a two, a two, a one, a one. These are the yeah. most helpful reviews, really. Dude, I'm scrolling through them right now, and they're all like ones and twos and ones. And, I don't see anything above a three. Yeah. Okay. Here's a six. Yeah, and these are the most. But help- even then, like, those are the most helpful ones, really. Okay. Yep. Okay. Go. So let's get to the. Let's get to the first one. Go for it, Paul. Okay. So this one's from Kevin or Kelvin Palmer, and it was uh on the twelfth, so just a few days ago. It's uh wrong movie, not wrong turn. And he gave it a two out of ten. I wasn't sure when I saw the trailer, but I thought I'd give it a go. Waste of time. Poor dialogue, terrible acting stupid choices etc etc 
avoid if you can. That's fucking harsh, and I don't agree with it at all. That's harsh, but it's one of those <laughs> reviews where you don't really say much behind what you're saying. You don't uh, say the reasons why, right? So, to me, that's not how can that be very helpful? Yeah, exactly. Um, definitely not a waste of time. Not in my opinion. Uh, the dialogue was decent. A lot of it was pretty believable. Yeah. On how people would actually act and talk to each other. Uh, the acting, who terrible acting. Who did ter- Who was terrible? Nobody. Yeah. I, I mean, even even fucking uh, the guy who played Adam, like he he nailed the part. He was a fucking dick. Yeah, he was good. He was good. It's just I just hated his character, but that's that was meant to be the way it was meant to be. Yep. And stupid choices. Yes. It, they did do a lot of stupid choices, make a lot of stupid choices, but we wouldn't have had a movie if they didn't. <laughs> you oh, know they, what I mean? They stayed on the trail and nothing happened. The end. <laughs> the end. I mean, this is a horror movie. Horror movies are based on stupid choices. That right there doesn't add to the argument at all. Yeah, and it could be just like, oh, you could have went this way instead of that way, and then shit went downhill. But, I mean, it's not that uh, it was like the wrong thing. You You still... Something might have happened anyways. They could have decided not to go on this trip at all, and everybody would have been alive, but no movie. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So, so, whatever, Mr. fucking Palmer. Whatever. All right. So, the next one we have is from Nymint541. All right. So, he gave it a 1 out of 10. Garbage. I expect they plan to pull in profit off people looking for the other movie named Wrong Turn. Turn away from this movie. It will leave you wanting to post a bad review. All right. So, yeah, that was a bad review. So, you're you're right. <laughs> Again, the movie's not garbage. A one? A one? Come on. I'm going to read one. Uh, this one's by Heretic369. Uh, they wrote this on Valentine's Day this year. A 2 out of 10, most annoying victims ever. The youth clique which falls victim to the killers is easily the most annoying and hateable group of hipster asses. Sadly, this is about everything uh, this movie can show for, as the story is stupid and wants to be way too deep for its own good. The kills are bad. The ending is crap. Cutting it short, this flick has nothing going for it. Waste of time. Wow. <laughs> and, uh, so the ending is crap, so uh, they think that ending that we both loved is crap. Uh, the kills the kills are bad. We thought that the kills were done well. So I'm thinking... Yeah, they were. To me, I'm thinking this guy wanted like kills that were more gory like the original series. Uh, it was gory, Probably. but a different type of gore. If- if anything, like, you know, there could have been more kills. You know, that would have been cool, but I think there was enough, and they were good. Yeah, to me, I was like, I'm good with what was there. Yeah, I mean, this, was, this wasn't trying to be some over-the-top fucking gore fest. So what they did show was enough, and it, it was good. It was done well. So, yeah, and then, like, ending is crap. <laughs> That's one of the best endings I've seen in a movie. Yeah, dude. Like, I like the ending too. It was so good. Yeah, I'm gonna read one more. Uh, uh, Jesse's fully sick. Uh, one out of ten. 
What the Actual Hell is what it's titled. And it says, I wanted cannibals with messed up faces. This movie started off okay, but from around halfway till the end, it was very hard not to walk out. The stupidest plot twist ever. Why call yourself Wrong Turn if it has zero to do with the original? And that's what I mentioned beforehand when we started this review before we started it. Was uh, It's written by the same person that did it, but he went a different way with it. There are no cannibals, yeah. uh, but I am okay with these uh, different evil people that were there. Uh, because I said it was kind of like a Shades of Grey where on certain points it felt like, yeah, maybe that these guys are in the wrong, you know. So I was okay with what they did with it, and the story went well, and uh, it it uh, got to that ending that we both love. So it all it all went well for me, and, and the, the way the movie was shot and the direction, uh, the characters, the acting, it was all done well for, in my part, so... I uh I can't agree with what this guy wants, but like I said, this guy wanted to see the stuff. If you want to see that stuff, go watch the original, folk. Uh, Jesse's fully sick. Go watch the original. Yeah, or any of the sequels. You know. Yeah, there's like a hundred sequels, so uh, go watch any of those. Yeah, I'm okay with this reimagining. Yeah, leave this one to us who fucking appreciate the hard work and creativity. <laughs> Paul, how about you read one good one? Yeah, I found one. It's uh. A little long, so bear with me. Uh, all right. This one's a 7 out of 10 from T-S-A-F-W-A. T-S- I don't know how to... Tassafuffa? Wah-wah-wah? T- wah, wah. I don't know. Wah-wah-wah-wah. <laughs> uh, Waka-waka-waka. Waka-waka. I, uh, I love the ending. Yes, this isn't a typical wrong turn movie that we've watched over the years. This movie isn't necessarily original piece, in my opinion. It feels like I've watched it somewhere. Probably it's a mix and match of several movies all in one, which is kind of true. Like, we have seen a lot of movies that have certain elements into it, you know? We've seen, like, you know, crazy tribe people, or... We've seen this kind of shit before, but it's not a 100% original, so I do agree with that. Yeah, I've seen these traps in uh, Rambo. There you go. First blood. <laughs> yes, Rambo, <laughs> Rambo did have a fucking pit trap. <laughs> I'd like to point out the ending of the movie. I was screaming like, yes, that's how you do it, girl. I love that this movie is more about survival skills, and she did whatever it takes to survive. Perhaps I'll watch it again in the future. Yep. Yeah. I, I agree with that, too. Like, it, it was, especially towards the end, which I think they could have emphasized it a little bit more. Like, like maybe cut out, you know, 10 or 15 minutes of the beginning of the movie in the middle of the movie and added that towards the end of her, her and Darius actually trying to plan out escapes or deal with what they're doing, like having to be forced to live in that society and stay there. And then her actually, like, learning to survive and blah, 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 blah. I think that would have been cool, too, because it was a little bit like, like we like we said, when Scott finally got there, how quick Darius had turned and was all good with it. It seemed like months and months have passed, but it wasn't. It was, it was only a couple of weeks. So I think they could have extended that a little bit 
and showed them actually being there for like a good portion, you know, it would have made it would have made uh, Darius's choice make more sense. And then seeing all the shit that that Jen's going through and then like how she turned into that badass she was. I mean, yeah, she went through some stuff beforehand, but I still kind of wanted to see a little bit more of a, her to get to that point. You could see that, Paul, in the Blu-ray extras. In the Blu-ray kidding. extras, yeah, <laughs> that'd be cool. Um, but uh, I'm I, I'm I'm actually okay with uh, how they how they uh, uh, cut it and uh, left things out there and told the story. So I'm okay with everything how they how they. No, I'm told I'm it. okay with it. I just I think that would have been cool. Like, or not even like cut the beginning. Like, cause I do like every I do like the the pacing, but or just made it a little bit longer. Yeah, to me, it kind of would maybe over-explain it as far as how she got the, the arrow skills and stuff like that and killer instincts. To me, I'm like, okay, she was there for weeks. Shit happened. She shot her dad through the arm, so now you already know she knows how to use a bow and arrow, uh, which she didn't before. So our scores are going to go real quick because we kind of already explained why we like the movie. So basically, just yep. just give me your number. Uh, all right, folks. So uh, Wolfman gives this movie... A 7 out of 10. Uh, that's a good score for me. That's a go watch that thing because, like I said, love the story, the acting, looked cool. That ending was awesome. And uh, Wolfman recommends it. What is the uh, score from Chainsaw Paul? I give this one an 8. A little bit higher than yours, but, you know, it's it's not a masterpiece, just like most most movies aren't. Uh, it's a yeah. definite go watch this motherfucker. Like, if you can just open your mind, forget about the other movies that are called Wrong Turn in the franchise. Um, yep, you're gonna enjoy it. The this type of movie is like right up my alley. I like that, like that, that the the more like uh, primitive, like tribal kind of things going on in the woods and. And shit like that. Like I, I really like that kind of stuff. Like cult cultist kinda. That ending was fucking top notch. Like that was really good. I wasn't expecting that at all, and I'm super glad I fucking watched it. Yeah, one thing I gotta add though is uh off of this reimagining and uh the original, um I kinda do remember the original, not everything about it, but I I did rewatch it today. Um, and I, I still feel the same way that, that I did after watching this one. I kind of felt like this one was superior compared to the original series. Oh, there you go. And the original movie. So that's my opinion. Um, as far as the original, I still got love for it. I mean, I do think that's cool to have those, uh, inbred cannibalistic, uh, people out there. You know, there's, there, there's a, there's a niche for it and, and I enjoy that stuff too. Um, I like the kills there. They're they're more gory, uh, because of like the weapons that these guys have, um, and they're out there to you know kill and chop up these people. But uh, just with the direction and the story that how this one played out, I thought that was it was more thoughtful, and yeah. like how Paul said that that ending was was awesome. So, um, I I just like I said I just feel like this one was superior compared to the original. But I still love the original, too. So I got love for both. But, you know, if I had to go with one or the other, I, I, I prefer this uh, reimagining. 
Myself. There you go. That's that, my opinion. Yeah, there you go. I haven't seen the original like since it came out, so <laughs> I can't really form That's an opinion been like on 20 that. Twenty years or something. Yeah, dude. It's uh, yeah since it came out, <laughs> I haven't seen it. Yeah. So like I yep. said, I can't really, I can't really form the opinion. I'd like to agree with you, but I'd have to watch it again. But I do <laughs> like this movie a lot, and I'm pretty sure I I would say that I prefer it over the original. So there you go. Um, I definitely fucking watch it again. I want to get the Blu-ray to put it in my collection. Chainsaw Paul says, "Go check that motherfucker out." That's wrong turn. Twenty twenty-one. All right, and we're finally at the end of the episode. This went on a little bit longer than we wanted it to. Uh, maybe I could chop it down <laughs> so it's not like you're sitting here for fucking all day listening to us. <laughs> nah, it was fucking great talking about this movie with you, Wolfman. And I'm really stoked that you liked it, dude, because I like I, I watched it before you did and I told you that it was good. So I was kind of like, oh, what, what if he watches it and tells me I'm a complete fucking dipshit? <laughs> <laughs> I'll, be like one of the, I'll be like one of those other guys. Where's my fucking cannibals? What the fuck is going on? Yeah. Oh, God damn it. Yeah. <laughs> but no. <laughs> so that, that worked out. That worked out. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I had a good time reviewing this one. And uh, like I said, we had other ones that we had in mind. Uh, but then Paul mentioned this. I was like, okay, I'll go with it. And it's newer, so I know not a lot of all you guys have watched it yet. So just in case you guys were on the fence about watching it, uh, we both recommend it. So hope you guys check it out and uh, maybe hit us up. Tell us if uh, we both are insane. Yes. And uh, you guys... Uh, are both go- you guys are all going to go, we want cannibals. What the hell is going on? Or uh, maybe you guys say, like, hey, that uh, these guys actually do make sense. I don't know. Uh, maybe hit us up after this episode comes out. Yeah, that would be awesome, dude. Like, everybody get on our Instagram. Let us know how right or wrong we are. Um, That'd be cool to kind of get the, the input of other Cripsters about this movie, too. Yeah, because, I mean, this one's a newer one, and when uh, when we both talked about it, uh, when we were seeing that this one was coming out, I mean, we didn't have the highest hopes for it. We thought, okay, maybe it might be good, maybe not. Yeah, I didn't really uh, think we, too much about it at all. Yeah, because it was one of those early films, too, that came out in, uh, what, January, right? Yeah. And what did they say about those ones? That those ones usually suck. Yeah, it's usually so, the real stinkers. <laughs> Yeah, and we thought that hey, maybe they're just bringing this one out just because they need to keep the name, or the the you know the franchise in the series or something, or whatever. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, we we both ended up liking this movie, so I just wanna I just wonder if you guys, after watching it, if you guys feel the same way or not. Yeah, hit us up, Instagram, Facebook, fucking we have a Twitter, but I never go on it. Yeah, so it's especially Instagram. That's where we mostly uh, are more active, even though we're uh, we hibernate quite a bit. <laughs> All right, Wolfman, we're gonna call it a fucking episode right now, dude. Nice chatting with you about this stuff again, man. I always look forward to it, and uh, we've got quite a few different movies that we'll argue about which one we're gonna do next next time. So uh, we'll catch you, Cripsters, on the flip side. Thanks for tuning in and. Uh... Have a good night and stay creepy.
like, yeah, they hate us. I was like, man, he almost sounds like Gollum from uh, Lord of the Rings. He hates us, those hobbitses. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> you actually, you you referenced that a lot, dude. So <laughs> I'm probably going to take that out. Yeah, well, I mean, that guy did sound like the Gollum when he said it, man. I know, but <laughs> there's like three things that you always reference, dude. And it's kind of like, ah, our, listen- our listeners don't want to keep hearing you say the same references, man. So, uh, 